Hey, what's up, guys? This is Finn. And this is Adler. And welcome back to a brand new episode of The Best You Nation. Where we're here focused on managing your drive so that way you can optimize the 24 hours that you have in a day and live elevated. Make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast on all of your favorite platforms. Hey, 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 guys. What's up? My name is Adler, and this is your boy, Finn. The what's up, Finn guys? Austin Foster. I'm, I think that I'm, every week I'm just changing it up just a little bit, just adding on to it. It's going to be like 14 different, like, you know, subcategories, you know, by the time I'm done. And I'm, you know, I'm a tinkerer. Yeah. Well, hey, hey, you, first, <laughs> first of all, I'm doing it as, as good spirited ribbing because my friend wrote a book. You're just a tinker, <laughs> which is also the nickname that I have for you, the, the tinkerer. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to the Best You Nation. And here is your podcast for your weekly dose of positivity, inspiration, and basically managing your drive and ultimately trying to inspire you to live the best life that you possibly can. Absolutely. Uh, this podcast was initially designed specifically for that. So that way we can inspire those around us in our communities and eventually around the world. And that's the reason why we went from the best you to the best you nation. That's just a little quick history of us if this is your very first time listening to uh, this podcast. And um, most importantly, Finn, I hear some big news. You got a, a huge trip coming up, right? Are you excited? Yeah, man. I'm super excited. Huge trip. Well, uh, where, like, you know, I don't know if you want to keep it a secret. Like, where, where are you headed? Like, what, what, what are you doing? Well, for, for those who don't know, um, I grew up in Europe. And every child who lives in Europe, grew up in Europe, biggest dream is to visit one of the largest cities, one of the most popular cities in the world, and that's New York City. Oops. The city that never sleeps. That's right. New York City. Um, I'm going to be headed to New York City. And uh, one of my other good buddies, John, who also, uh, he lives in the area of traveling like you. Um, last year, we did a trip in the Smoky Mountains and uh, it was a little less sophisticated. And this year, which was one of my favorite trips I've done in my life, like, don't get me wrong, but this year we decided that we would do a week, a week long trip between New York and of course, a little bit of a Boston trip. So we're kind of venturing up there in the Northeast, is it Northeast? Northeast, yeah, the Northeast side of town. I've never, that's, I've never been that far North. I think the most North I've been is North Carolina. So that was the last, wait, it was the last year? When you went to the the camping trip, yes, we were, it was like December. Uh, we went to the Smoky Mountains for it was supposed to be a three day trip, and we ended up only doing it for two because it was so freaking cold. So, <laughs> yeah, all of our stuff froze. We got it's eight thousand feet up in the mountains, and uh, my feet were hurting. I was soaking wet. He was wet. All of our stuff was wet because it rained. And then, of course, uh, we were like, nah, we'll just go ahead and hike out 12 miles and then just go to Gatlinburg for the night. So, which is what, what we did. It was awesome. It was fun. This, this year, we decided that we would do something a little bit more sophisticated. And uh, we'll be in New York at a four-star hotel, three blocks away from Central Park. Uh, so, I'm, I'm excited, man. Just like the, the thought of being in this city that never sleeps, eating good food, going to the 9-11 memorial, like that is something that I've dreamt of doing since I was a kid. So for me to be able to do this and uh, take time to venture out, you know, let's do it. It's so that, fun. 
That's awesome, man. Like, uh, <laughs> in my head. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. All right. Like, I, I, in my head, like, I don't know why. When you were talking about being in Central Park and being sophisticated, like, I, I envision you having, like, the pinky up when you're talking about it. And then you have, like, one of those, uh, what's the, the little French hats? Uh, a uh, your fedora? No, no, not fedora. It's a, a, a beret. A beret. The little French a beret. A beret, and you having a little scarf, like just like I'm an astounding author, like world renowned author. And I'm a world renowned author, and my name is Finn Foster. And we're going to walk through Central Park like it's nothing. Like, we're here, look, exaggerating I, I, the pinky right now. I just might actually order that just so you can take a uh, picture just like that to humor me. <laughs> and hey, Amazon is you your talk, best friend. I want you to talk like this. I want you to like get like a really like uh just get with the the, the hand gestures. Really talk big with your words, and then just kind of throw your scarf like to the side when you kind of just. It's a wonderful, beautiful day here in Central Park. Let me just fix my scarf. Oh God, <laughs> it's so great and it's so beautiful. This coffee that is like nine dollars is so good so good for those of you who don't who uh who don't know finn the way i know finn finn is obsessed with um the famous elon musk so that's his elon musk uh, oh no it's like people what's my name's elon musk and uh i um yeah i like making the tesla it's one of my favorite projects as well the fact we're um you know we're, we're going to launch a spaceship out into space but i like tesla <laughs> See, and I, I see, and I, I love this. Like, I love, I, first of all, that's a spot on uh, impersonation. I like it. For those of you, relax. All right. I saw you make the Facebook express, and I was like, chill, chill, chill. <laughs> it also does a, a really mean Donald Trump as well, but we're not doing that today. We'll do that on another later episode. But I, I love the fact that you um, we talk about Elon Musk. Elon Musk is probably like, and I, I feel like you would agree with this since he is one of your favorite people. He's probably oh, yeah. the most um, like just beautiful visionary in yes. all the world. Because this this guy, <laughs> like I, I got a chance to, uh, I think it was on YouTube or something, just kind of like listen to the background of Tesla and how Tesla was created, right? Tesla yeah. was created and he said, and this is a quote that he said, he said, honestly, if you guys were to actually peer back and see the behind the scenes stuff, the stuff that people didn't see, you don't realize how close Tesla was to failing multiple times. Like Tesla almost went bankrupt. And you know, Elon Musk, has, he's, he has three sons or three kids. One of his sons ended up like passing away. And he kind of touches on that and how it, it was really hard for him to deal with the loss of um, uh, his, his son and you know to continue building this multi-million dollar company also go through a divorce then start dating again and you know Elon Musk as as wonderful of a mind he is he is you know it, he is like the embodiment of peaks and valleys like you, you can see where he's peaked in the public eye where everyone's like man I wish I could be just like him and you can see the the, 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 the valleys where he's just really gone through it and he's found a way to, you know, immerse himself in his work and to come out, you know, triumphant in the end. Now, I'm not sure emotionally where he's at as far as like processing the death of his you know, son and stuff. Right. 
in terms of, you know, taking something negative that's happened in your life and trying to turn it into a positive, I think that he's been able to process that as well as anybody could in that situation, given that situation, because that's, you know, losing a child is not easy. And I just kind of want to highlight, you know, every human being in this world, we all have our peaks and our valleys. Yeah. And when we're at our peak, you know, it's like the euphoric top of the world. Well, I can't believe it. I made it here. All my hard work led to this spot, this moment right here. All those endorphins are like at an all time high. But then yeah. when you go through those valleys, it's like, I feel low and I can't even get my, enough energy to get myself out of bed. And I can't, you know, seem to get my thoughts together because all I'm focusing on is the valley that I'm currently in right now. And, you know, I, I, I guess like, you know, for me, Finn, like what, what's your take on like the, the whole peaks and valleys? Like, what do you, like when you think of peaks and valleys, like what's the first thing that comes to mind? Like, what do you think of? So for me personally, I think of the moments in which I have reached a milestone in my life and also the valleys really for me personally is a place in which I am in my most vulnerable. Um, and one of the things that I like to focus on and talk about is, and this is a really good, a great discussion topic because number one, for me personally, I, I actually talk about Elon in my book very briefly. He is one of the icons, him and I think Steve Jobs and a few others, Simon Sinek and uh, Nick, even Nick Wojcik. There's a lot of people out there very successful, right? Successful people did, like Elon described, Tesla was on the on the cusp, is a word that you use a lot, is like on the cusp of failing, right? Like falling apart. Um, but Elon was able to, if you look at it, people drive a Tesla, people buy Teslas, they buy the solar panels. And in the same way for me personally, I look at Elon and I see someone who is an icon for being able to be successful, but also know what it's like to be at your lowest, right? Which is what you brought up. For me personally, I'm in the same, I, I can relate to that. I can see that in my own personal walk in my own life. I was in the Valley for a very long time and I spent a lot of time feeling like I was low. I felt like I wasn't able to get anywhere, but while I'm now standing on the top of my mountain, I get to look into my Valley, right? The Valley is a place that a lot of people relate to negatively, like at a, on a negative level, instead of being like, this is where I get to learn to change, where I learn to grow, where I learn about myself. And with that being said, it's a very crucial point in my book where I talk about it in, in, in detail because it takes me home. It takes me home in a place where I can really, really, really talk about a concept, right? That makes sense, not just today, because you gotta understand mountains, two mountains, no, sorry. Yeah, two mountains make a valley. So when you think of the, ver the word valley, V for valley, think of vulnerability. If you think of mountain, the mountaintop at the point, you're going up, right? The point of being at the mountain and the point of being in your valley, there's a point in between. We could talk about that here in a little bit. But it's that struggling moment, which is the valley. It's the starting point. And getting to the top of the mountain which is where the success is. That's where you're triumphing. And you're like, I made it. I was able to break through. I was able to beat the odds. Yeah. And so because of that, 
you are able to see that in other people. And I actually highlight this in which I talk about very successful people. Successful people struggled first. Struggle is a process and success is a byproduct. And so when you really think about the journey that we're on, struggling was something that Elon did. Struggling is something that Steve Jobs did. You look at Steve Jobs' story, and you probably know this and you could probably agree, agree to this. Steve Jobs started in his, what, in his garage, right? In his garage, he created the iPhone. And honestly, iPhone almost went bankrupt too. The idea did not populate. It wasn't on the market to be taken. And you know, the, I, I just kind of, just to add on to your point, um, Steve Jobs, he had been turned away from, I think they said over 30 different like companies. Like yes. Companies, companies, the company, the company, the company, the company, the company, the company, and so on and so on. And every person either laughed at him or just kind of just dismissed all of his like ideas and his thoughts. And right. it's, it's mind boggling to even think because just to, you know, to deny somebody an opportunity to like come up with, like, think about it. Do you think there, in right now, this day and age in 2021, is there a world where you cannot envision having an iPhone? Like, is there a world where you, you cannot envision like having a MacBook or maybe an iPad? Like, I don't, I can't even, I can't even fathom not having these things. And 30 plus individuals denied um, uh, Steve Jobs an opportunity to produce this. And I, I almost think like, you know, what would have happened if somebody would have taken the chance? And, you know, I, I, I love, I love like Steve Jobs' journey and I love Elon Musk. And I, I love like, um, you know, Jeff Bezos, like hearing their, their, their overall journey and stuff and that struggle. And I, I think that you, you kind of made an excellent point where um, we, we look at the valley as a negative place, a negative space. But truth be told, the valley is actually the place of the most growth. The most, the most, the most lessons learned is in that valley stage. And I kind of want just to add on to your point again, like you, you talk about that, that peak, this is what we call an apex. The apex is the, the highest point of the, 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 the mountain. And then when you, when you go down to the valley, it's like this sunken, um, like I, I know you said B, but I like to think of it more as like a U, right? And that U, in, I want you to follow me. And if you have that visual, I wish I had a pen so I could just draw it out. But that U is actually a very wide range, wide area. And that peak is a very, very small portion of like any like any mountain range, if you ever look at any mountains, like from the Rocky Mountains to uh, any mountain chain, oh, yeah, and any mountain chain that you're thinking of, there's like there's more dips or more valleys than there are apex peaks, and the reason for that is because as we go on in our journey in our lives, those that that journey that 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 path taken to reach that apex, that is a long treacherous path. And it's not for the faint of heart. It's for people who are willing to go through, go through um, the bumps, the bruises, and and willing to make adjustments and willing to learn. Like these are the people who are battle tested in order to reach those high, high peaks. And I think Elon and um, you know Jeff Bezos, all those guys, they they hit those peaks. And I, I almost instinctively want to ask you personally and say, hey, what is your highest peak? But Truth be told, you're in your 20s. You haven't even hit that yet. Like you, you know what I'm saying? Like, think about like your highest peak right now that you currently experience. 
you're not even close to even hitting your highest that you'll ever hit. You're in your 20s. It's only going to go up from here. And of course, you're going to get deeper valleys and you're going to have longer stretches where there's going to be uh, moments where you're going to be in those valleys. But I think that like to, to ask you what is your, your highest peak would be unfair, but also to ask you what your lowest valley would be unfair as well, because the, it, it, like no offense, like the, it's going to get a little bit worse too, you know, like as we progress in life. So I guess the, the, the question is, what is the mindset that you have when you're experiencing those growth and the successes and the, the struggles? Like, what is your mindset, you know, being that you're, you're you know, obviously a world-renowned author, author and you've, you beat the odds in terms of just writing a book and producing a product and putting it out there. There's negative people that you heard say that you, you know, couldn't do it. There's people that said, oh, what do you have to offer? And uh, what's your insight? There's a lot of factors and a lot of things that correlated to presenting like an obstacle to, to even making a book. And what to you, like, did you hold on dearly to be like, you know what, hey, I'm gonna continue on this process and I'm gonna figure this out and I'm gonna produce this. Like, what was it for you? There's a lot of people out there who are stuck in their valley, right? There's a lot of people that are bound to it. People, unfortunately, there's a, there's a scripture in the Bible that says that, you know, uh, misery loves company. And when you, when you become comfortable, when you become comfortable to being miserable, you don't know the extent of what you can do. Yeah. It's kind of like, I want to say 95% of Americans, talk about America, 95% of Americans are wasting their talents and their gifts and their skills that they're given. Oof, that's, the reason that's why I'm pulling this out. Hey, I'm not trying to insult nobody. I agree with you. That's, but that's powerful because you, you're saying, like, granted, we don't know the actual like, uh, amount of people, but it's an alarmingly high rate of individuals that don't live up to their potential. And they're just, they're just living life and just going from the next thing to the next thing to the next thing, never actually planning it out. And that's powerful. Right. Well, and, that's, and this is one of the biggest reasons what correlates to my mindset as to why I wrote my book. Yeah. People would say that you wrote this because you wanted to publicize something and talk about something. Well, I'm not reinventing the wheel. I, I believe there's a lot of things that people struggle with, but I think the number one takeaway is from the mindset that I had was realizing that you either are part of the 95% or you part of the five, or you're part of the five trying to help the 95 become more on the 5% and grow that 5%. Because when you think about Elon Musk, right, we're using these iconic individuals, you can really talk about somebody who's really iconic, and his name is Jesus. And True. Jesus spent a lot of time in a valley. He was tested 40 days and 40 nights. He wasn't teaching while he was in the valley. He was being tested in the valley. It's going to get hot for a second, so get ready for this. When I was writing my book, I was in my valley. Maybe not 40 days and 40 nights, but 40 mm -hmm. weeks. It took a long time writing this book, okay? It took a long time, four years to write a book, which is a lot longer than 40 weeks. But the point that I'm trying to make is, Jesus preached and teached on a mountain, but he was being tested while he was in a valley. 
And sometimes when we live a life, if we're supposed to live our life as Christ-like as possible, right? We are as humans tested in our valleys because in our valleys, like you said earlier, this is the opportunity for growth. This is where you're most vulnerable. This is where you develop the skill and the craft to get to the next step. So that in between the valley and the mountain, that journey, that, that, that climb, the hike that you have to take, Christ stood on mountains and he preached and he ministered and he taught people. He loved people. He embraced people. He fed people. He even died for the people on a mountain. So the point that I'm trying to make is this is this is this is where it gets really hot. While I am, yeah, while I am learning about who I am in the valley, I am also utilizing the book now that I've gone through this climb, this this hike, that I've reached the top of my mountain, my apex, where now I can help other people by putting my hand down and saying, let's go, come with me. Because Christ did that. Christ led people. I'm not saying I'm Jesus because I'm not. I will never, ever be anywhere near the man. But we're supposed to live as Christ-like as possible. And so if I'm living Christ-like, delivering a book, my own personal walk in life, my mindset is all completely saturated into this book. The thoughts, the emotions, the, the ins and outs, the ups and the downs, the turnarounds, the forward motion that I had. My mindset is this, okay? I want others to see the silver lining in their life. I want others to be able to break through just like I was able to. And that 5% that is thriving and striving and making their dreams come true, we should be turning to the 95% and set an example, just like Elon does, just like Steve Jobs, just like Simon Sinek, all these philanthropists, Oprah Winfrey. There's a lot of people out there that we look up to, but we don't know how to get to where they are because we're not allowing ourselves, right, to get out of the valley. We're stuck in the valley. Well, and and so, and like, I I think that um, you make an excellent point in terms of like, um, you know, I know your, your, your emotional uh, or not emotional, your valley was more of an a, a emotional place, emotional place of being, and just learning how to accept who you are as a person and um, developing the identity of, you know, Finn Fossil. You know, now you're comfortable in your identity because, you know, there, there was, you know, moments of your life and, you know, I, I don't want to give up divulge too much of the book, but you, you kind of touched upon like, you know, you know, that uh, um, whole adoption and you know, trying to figure out who you were as an individual, and it's like you know, dealing with the um, the realization that you know your biological mother did not want to keep you, and finding a way to come out on top, and realizing that your parents love you the way that they love you, and then being able to identify who you are as a person, and then sitting back in comfort. That was a whole emotional roller coaster and journey in itself, and yeah. I think that it's a, a an excellent point that you make. You know, not only did you, you know, climb that, um, that uh, climb out of that valley, you made it to that peak, emotionally speaking, in terms of identity. This is now something you've now mastered. You've, you've, you've uh, created your, you've perfected your craft, sorry. You perfected your craft, and now you're on to the next endeavor and the next journey. And I think you make an excellent point because it's like a lot of times, and many people, and I'm, I'm sure you probably hear it all the time, 
um, many people will, will reach these new heights in their lives and they're unwilling to put a hand out and try to you know, bring or allow people to come along with them in that journey or to show people the way. Because it's the, it, this, this corporate America that we live in, it's this supply and demand. And because there's this demand to get to X, Y, and Z, you're not supplying it to anyone else and you're kind of sitting on this, this information and you're not sharing it with other people. And I think that that's a disservice to your fellow man. And I, I give you props, man, because of like you, you went through your emotional roller coaster and now you're just like, all right, hey, this is what helped me. And I'm hoping that this can um, help other people like uh, around, around the world. Um, I don't, I don't mean to interrupt you. I actually have a question. I want to ask you a question and, and I'll just finish your thought, but I wanted, I want to interrupt you because this, I'm, yeah. I'm like anxious to ask you um, in your life, you have a couple of years over me, right? And I'm sure you have been through more valleys and more mountains than I have, which that's factual because as you get older, like you mentioned earlier, you said, you know, it's going to get harder. And where would you say for yourself personally, like, do you feel like you have experienced a valley or maybe even a mountaintop in the race in like, let's just say in the last five years or in the last two years, let's just do last two years. How do you feel like you've experienced like a, like a valley or a mountain? Or do you feel like you're in the hiking season of your life right now? Do you feel like you're in your, in your U-shaped valley? Or do you feel like you're at your apex? Like where, where would you say you are right now? So, and this is kind of why, like when you, when you had mentioned the valley and the whole beef thing, I said, it's more of like a you because right. of, you know, there you you're trending up in that direction, but there's still that moment where you're you're still here and you're you're on that 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 journey. And so when you say two years, right? Sometimes those valleys take up to two years to climb out of. And what I mean by that is, for me, in which you might be able to understand once I say this. For me, one of the valleys I had was school. You know, going through that journey of like having to go class after class studying after studying going to work a job that i didn't necessarily like and i'm working it you know uh, you know 30 plus hours a week just to kind of pay for my schooling and to get things done and uh, i i know how it feels to go hungry because you didn't have enough money to, to buy food and i know how it feels to not have a, to have to decide between you know paying for gas paying for rent or buying food to eat like those are the struggles that I, I went to early in my years. And, you know, the good thing is that, you know, uh, I did have my parents to lean on in some of those moments, but for some of those moments, especially when I didn't live with them, it was one of those things I had to, you know, it's, it's called figure it out. You know, there, there oh, is. My dad yeah. always said that. Oh man. That there is, is, there is no, no, if answer, buts. there's no like, Hey, mommy, daddy, can you help me? Because they, they, they they'll help you to a certain extent. And I, I believe that you know my parents put me in an excellent position, but there was also some moments where they're like, "Nah, you made your decision. You did this, and you have to figure it out." Well, and my dad, dad would say that I'm not going to be your wheelchair. I'm going to be your, I'll be your crutch, meaning that I won't carry you, but I will help you. But you have to do the work because when you have crutches, those things suck, man. Those things are not easy. You still have to work. One hundred percent. You're leaning on something to support you, but I, I get what you're saying. Sorry. No, but, and, and, and so just for me, like I, I realized that those valleys um, in terms of journey, sometimes they last more than two years. Like even like you, you I would even say today, you're on a peak right now, having just finished 
penned your first book, right? Mm -hmm. It took you roughly three years of being in a valley in order to get to this moment right here. You know, three years of trying to develop it, trying to come, like um, be concise with your words, find the the picture art, find the right font, find the right publicist, find like, like the, all these different things that you have to go through in order just to produce one like one product, like all this energy, all this 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 stress that you put on yourself just to come up with this one thing. And I think that like, you know, as just being, you know, 30 going on 31, I think the one lesson that I've learned in terms of like peaks and valleys is those valleys, sometimes they last a few years and you have to be okay going through those valleys and understanding that as long as you keep on making your progress at having faith and being concise with your, your actions and focusing on the path ahead, eventually you're gonna peak. And this is why, like, you know, for me, uh, you know, in my, my younger, older years, if that makes sense, younger, older years, so I'm, I'm still young, but I'm, like, I'm a little bit older than, you know, obviously you, um, I have an affinity for the stock market. I love the stock market because it literally reminds me of my life. Like, you can find something that's in the, 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 the ground, like, it's tanking, it's in this little valley, and then it just starts trending and then moving up. And it's beautiful just to even like think of like I I I often um, and let me see if I can pull up a, a visual I guess um, I often think about like since obviously we're we're talking about Apple right if we're looking at this is Apple right now so we're seeing that it's on that uptick right but that's five years of just making progress but if you look at the last year you see that there's peaks there's valleys there's ups there's downs there's ups and downs and if you even you you shorten up the window even more to the last three months you you can see that you know there's peaks valleys ups trending and the main point the reason why i even bring that up is that's what life is like you, you have these moments where you're at all-time highs and then you have these moments where you're at all-time lows and as we progress as you get like even um further down your journey you get a little bit older you're gonna reach even higher peaks than you did in your twenties, and even lower valleys than you did in your your twenties. I remember, like for me and my like between twenty and twenty five, the the most hurtful thing, the worst situation I had ever been was, um, uh, I had there was a girl that I was really really like I was diehard head over heels in love with, like this was like she was supposed to be like like the end all be all right. I found out that she was cheating on me with a friend, and. Like it, it, it crushed my heart. It crushed my, like, I, I, I struggled for like a good six, seven months afterwards, just because like I had, you know, every intention of building my life with this person. And then now all of a sudden, now to think that this person's now gone, I have to rebuild and develop my own identity. And then fast forward between 25 and 30, you know, that was, that was cupcake compared to losing, you know, one of my best friends and my cousin and losing like, um, I think I lost four family members in that year. Like I would much rather deal with a heartbreak over like the loss of losing like, you know, family members. And then just to find myself like the the peak, so to speak, when I came out of that was graduating um, uh, my, with my bachelor's degree in nursing, just because like it's something that me and my cousin, we had discussed over and over again for many years, we, we had talked about it. And that's just something that, you know, to finally reach that that mountaintop, like, 
even though she wasn't there with me, this is something that we had discussed. This is something I made, I made good on my promise, you know? And, you know, going on, we're going to see how, how life, um, which direction life goes and takes, takes you and I, especially because, you know, we're, we're together here on this podcast and we're, we're, we're trying to, I think, and you would agree with this, it's to impact, it's to make an impact. You know, I, I think that, that's the only reason why we're doing this, man. I mean, but I want to share this with you. This the same energy that I had with my book, right? Same mindset. We've had a lot of people who kind of have the same or similar. Uh, I guess the best way to say this is because this is this is I'm trying to think of the thought that I have in my head right now. I'm trying to express this. So people judged me because I would or ridiculed me, looked at me like I was funny when I wrote a book at 23, 22, 20, 19, and even 18 years old. But now you, I'm not saying this has anything to do with age, but unfortunately that was one of the number one reasons why I had stopped for a short period or a couple of times where I was like, you know what? I can't do this. You're right. The book is probably not even ready because I'm young. What do I know? But here's, we, we, we share this here on our podcast. We've gotten people who've made comments and thanks to everybody out there. Just going to give a heads up. Thank you for the good energy, the bad energy, the good all juju, the bad juju. All of it. We love all of it. We take it. But age is, if age is really a big thing, right? You're thir- you'll be 31 this year. Correct. Why are we still getting ridiculed? If age is really a thing, really, you could have had, you could have a book. At your age, you've been through your 20s. You've established yourself, right? I'm just getting started. And I'm going to be honest. I'm just getting started. I'm in school now, pursuing to become a nurse. I got one more semester after the fall. Then I'll be looking to get into a program. Two more years after that, then I'll finally be working as a nurse. The point is, it's not about how old. It's not about the age. not about the amount of time that something's been uh, fermenting. It's really about our success here at the podcast, right? We talk about we're growing something. Like you said, we're going up, down, up, down. Not every single month do we have over 300 plus people listening to our podcast. We have reached 4,000 people actively listening to our podcast because we had to go through the ups, the downs, the ups, the downs, the ups, the downs. Even though you think of the 4,000, right? Yeah. Took some, some months were, I think in January was one of our lowest months. We had like 150 people listen to our show. But then this past month, we had over 375 people listen to our show. Monthly, averaging 300 people a month. So go for it. No, no, no. Finish, finish, finish out. It's just amazing to see that kind of growth. But when you really add everything up, we've reached 4,000 active listeners to our podcast, whether it was in the ups or the downs. It all comes together as one thing we're generating an impact, we're generating change, we're generating a culture, a mindset. And everything we do here is purely organic, purely authentic, and purely raw, true optimism. And that's really why I tell people who always look at us and say, oh, it's just a hobby. No, it's not just a hobby. If this was just a hobby, then yeah. why are we so consistently doing it every single week. We've missed a couple times because of holidays. You know, I had COVID at one point. You know, you traveled and moved and we had some issues with Wi-Fi. But guess what? Overall, we're making an impact. That's well, all I want. This is something, and this it all comes down to full circle. And, and this is kind of why I love I love the peaks and valleys that uh, 
as as a subject, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna try to address like you, you you hit a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, I, you're good. You're good. It's no my 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 iPad's on ten percent, so we're good. We got a couple more minutes. We're good. So you hit a, on a handful of things, and so for me, I'm just kind of like, okay. You talked about like I'm 31 and I don't have a book yet, and. You know, that's something that I've actually, you know, when I was a kid, I used to tell my mom, I'm going to be a world-renowned author. Okay, it's going to be something like, and my mom used to be like, you know, if that's something that you want to do, then push for it, excel at it. I fully intend on making a book one day, but I'm planning on making my book when I reach the peak, the, the peak of mo my peak, I feel like. I want to go, huh? My apex. You're going to put out your apex. So I want to go from, giving you the the vantage point of a son of two immigrants who came to the country with um you know no formal education had to learn language figure it out give birth to two sons you know teach them raise them in a multi uh cultural uh, cultural home you know between american culture and uh, haitian culture and trying to identify you know with you know what i see around me and what you know, back home is, and back home for me is Haiti. And then to make my 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 journey, and I want to get that at that apex, that ape, that proverbial apex to, to me when I'm like, all right, I think I've hit that point, and I think that I'm actually very close to it, and I think I'll hit it sometime between my 30s and my 40s. And at that point, I want to come out with a book, and um, just to kind of like uh, just make things come back full circle, right? We initially started off because we, we started talking about Tesla, we started talking about Elon Musk, we talked about Steve Jobs, Jeff Bezos, these individuals in, in their life, they were visionaries. And that's the biggest thing that separates them from most other people is that the vision that they had, they would not be deterred. They wouldn't allow somebody's negativity to you know, discourage them. They wouldn't allow, you know, um, any, you know, any hiccups, any setbacks, any form of rejection to keep them from continuing to make progress. They focused and they worked night in, night out. And that's the same thing that we're doing here, you know, and I, I love the growth, the track of growth that we're on, largely because, you know, it's, it's kind of like the prequel, like you get to kind of see and watch us as we continue to grow. And I love it when people say, hey, how's your little podcast? Or how's like, you, you try to, you, you try to feel like these, like these jabs and that's fine. Uh, you know, I'm okay with it. I have tons of friends, close friends who don't even listen to me. And that's cool. That does not bother me at all. Because at the end of the day, I'm not like my message and my story, I'm not for everybody, but I know I'm for some. And I know that what I have to offer, some might actually take to, to heart. And you know, I, the, for each person that says, oh, how's this little podcast? I literally had a message at four o'clock this morning. Uh, I opened up on my Instagram and said, hey, I love your, your mindset and I love your train of thought. It's very inspiring. You helped me. I don't do it for the 50,000 people that I might know. I do it for that one person that's like, all right, hey, I've been through this and this, what you said, it helped me. And you know, the moral of the story, and I know we gotta close out with this, I just wanna leave it off with this, is life is hard. You can spend your life, you know, doing the things that you don't wanna do, working um, a, a nine to five, doing your job, and that's fine, you can do that. You know, not pursuing your dreams, not pursuing your goal, you can do that, you can live that life. 
But if life is hard, regardless of whether you choose to chase after a dream or not to chase after a dream, then I'm chasing after my dream every single time. And I'll take that hard route every single day of the week, night in and night out, because at least I'm chasing after something that I'm passionate about. Right. that most people can't even relate to or equate to or even understand. So I believe that the track that you're on, I love it, man. I'm proud of you. I call you my brother because I see your growth. I love watching you just continue to get after it. And I, I love it. Like that's something that like I, I hold near and dear to me. Uh, I'm appreciative for the platform that we both share in with this podcast and that people are listening and taking note. And you know, we urge um, every single one of you guys, if you haven't yet subscribed to us, subscribe to us. We're on anywhere that there is a podcast from um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, to just at, anywhere you could possibly get a podcast. We're on Audible. Like you can, you can literally hear us and tune into us on a week by week basis. So um, just to close out, thank you so much for tuning in. You can, Appreciate you guys. Yes. You can follow us uh, and engage with us on the Best You Nation. Um, on my individual platform is 24 hours in a day. It's two for H-R-S-I-N-A-D-A-Y. Yes, it's a little different. Yes, yeah, difficult. Um, Finn's a little bit easier. He is the Finn Foster. Um, so just link up with us. If you ever want to like talk to us, we're very much approachable. Um, we appreciate you just for tuning in on this uh, powerful episodes of Peaks and Values on um, this Monday. And thank you for just starting the week off with us. Absolutely. Anything else? No, I just, like I said, anybody out there who is interested in reading my book, uh, I encourage you to go check out uh, amazon.com worldwide. You can go anywhere uh, from Europe, all the way to Asia, to Africa, to Australia, all of course home base here in America. But guys, go check it out. I'm telling you right now, if you want to learn, grow and become the best version of you, not just with us here on the podcast, but have something tangible in your hand, read my book. I encourage you. I promise you, you're going to be inspired. You're going to be blessed by the things that I've talked about. And uh, it's dedicated to my mom and dad, the very most important people in my life that have given me through their decision to adopt me, the choice and the opportunity to be able to thrive, not only through as an author worldwide, but also as a host of this podcast. So I appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Adler, always a pleasure being on here with you, man, making things happen do this is the best you nation the one and only we appreciate you guys we love you guys and we're out yes god bless and please look forward for the best brew it's coming it's coming soon to the best brew and that's our that's our play on coffee and maybe some tea and we even have some shirts coming out it's all going to be available on our website um so just tune in for that guys just tap in with us um thank you for you know listening to us and tapping with us uh this week have a good one god bless god bless you guys